This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. You trying to conceive of a girl boss noise? To make? No, I'm trying. Uh, there's trying to think of something that's about like Italian racism um, and how we should all be racist against Italians because um, now it's important. Um, oh, <laughs> hi! Welcome to It Could Happen Here, the show where we're talking about <laughs> anti-Italian racism um, and, also girl, and, and also girl <laughs> bosses. Finally, Fi- yep. two two great tastes that go great together. Mm-hmm. So it's like we- mixing. Peanut butter and piss. That's right. Yeah. And the piss being Italians mm-hmm. and yes, peanut butter being girl boss. <laughs> okay. We usually don't no. say things that are that obvious, but yes. Uh, with me today is uh, Chris, James, and Robert. I'm Garrison. And we're talking about girl boss fascism today. Um, and uh, uh, it's are we going to say Georgia? Is that how we're going to do it? Is that how we're going to say her name? It's Georgia, but I don't know. George, Georgia, Georgia Milani. Georgia Milani. Georgia Milani. Yeah. Italy's mm-hmm. new prime minister. Yeah. Um, Georgia Milani. 
that's what I was waiting for. Thank Someone you. There to you go. Thank put you, some it, Put some Italian on it. Yeah. yeah spice up that meatball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Since since 2014, she's been the head of the Brothers of Italy party, which is funny because when I think of the Brothers of Italy, I just think of Mario and Luigi. Obviously, that's that, that's the- what most people mm. think. Yeah. So, but Mario so, and Luigi also fascists. So, well, they're we monarchists. Sure? Yeah, they Mm-mm. they're monarchists. They specifically serve no, no, no. A, a princess. Uh, so, mm-hmm. so Bowser, who's a girl boss, is Bowser is your standard issue left-wing uh, Politburo chief-type leader, whereas what Mario and Luigi are doing, like Mussolini, is installing a royal in power, is, is taking... It's like, it's in, essentially every Mario game is recreating the March on Rome. I have like 10 pages to get through. <laughs> okay, so, where does a toadstool come into it? So, since 2014, she's been the head of the Brothers of Italy party, um, a party with direct lineage from the fascist Italian social movement. And Milani uh, herself has been on camera praising figures like Mussolini. Uh, and until very recently, the Brothers of Italy party, besides being uh, very uh, pro-plumbing, were, were, pretty on the, were pretty on the fridges of <laughs> Italian politics. Here we go! Just four years ago, the party won only 4% of the votes in the last election, and now it's become Italy's largest political party, claiming the greatest percentage of the vote in last month's election. So today we're going to talk about uh, who Melania is, what what she believes, what she kind of what what her rhetoric is, and then also the types of uh, how the types of ways that media has been framing her relation to fascism, because there's definitely been this perception that like liberal feminists and mainstream media have been kind of soft on Milani because she's the first woman prime minister of Italy. Um, and have, they've kind of framed her ascension to power in like a girl boss, go get it sort of way and have been downplaying her more fascist views. So we're, we're going to talk about kind of where this perception comes from, the few ways where it's kind of correct and some of the ways where it's, I think, a little off base. To start off with this, one of the kind of the, one of the biggest things that uh, pushed this perception into the forefront was a tweet from Politico Europe um, accompanying an article. Now, th- this this tweet again. Politico Europe. Sorry. Okay. Thank you. Thank I, you. Um, <laughs> and because I I hate basing uh, our research off of things that are just on Twitter, this tweet has been referenced a lot on like television. Um, on like news, like news TV has been using this tweet a lot as well. This is this has kind of shaped the way that discussions happening on a national stage, even off Twitter. Um, but the, the the tweet the tweet reads in 1992 a 15-year-old schoolgirl went to join her local branch of the far right youth front in Rome the all male group of radicals met her with bemusement 30 years later Giorgia Milani is now on course to become Italy's first female prime minister so the way that framework works is like yeah this this little girl wanted to join her Nazi club and it was a <laughs> boys club. Girl boss. And now yeah. she's finally prime minister, the first one. And so yes, obviously this is very cringy. Um, not not great framing. A lot of good uh, girl Hitler jokes. The democracy. We even picked our president. Listen, I'm flat. Girl Hitler. No, really, I'm I'm, I'm happy for you, honey. Wow, a girl president? How progressive. 
And so takes ah, like Venture the, Brothers. Mm. Venture Brothers. Crit- uh, mm-hmm. No, uncritical mm-hmm. support. It's just yeah. just support to Venture Brothers. Um, so takes like like that, like what like what we just heard uh, Dean of Venture say. Kind of kind of spawned a a big slew of of comments. You know, I'm I'm just gonna read 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 some of the stuff that that people have been saying in response to stuff like that Politico Europe, uh, a piece uh, quote begging liberals to stop praising girl Bossolini for being brave enough to shatter the glass ceiling in the neo-fascist parties she's joined, and like why is media treating this as a freaking girl boss story? The girl bossification of Georgia Milani has been interesting to watch. Liberals will literally stand anybody. So there's a lot of a lot of takes like that have been have yeah. been have been going around. There's there's been ex- extremely viral vi- viral tweets getting hundreds of thousands of of likes, thousands and thousands of retweets and shares. Stuff getting referenced on national TV, uh, all kind of ab- about this. You know, people complaining the takes from political Europe and and other other kind of various soft headlines emphasizing the girl boss nature, uh, being like the sweet little girl defies the odds and grows up to be the first female Mussolini. <laughs> so like some of these jokes are pretty funny. I think I think they're they're funny. Um, they're fine. There is oh probably the worst one of these takes that I found that still got hundreds of, of retweets and thousands of likes was quote the American right and the American left the aesthetics are different but the effect is the same support for the rising tide of fascism communists are the only people now as in the past who truly oppose fascists piss no. <laughs> off well I don't fall oh, for fuck's sake this isn't yep. true uh, for those of you following along at home. Uh, no. Yeah, there was a terrible yes. Meghan McCain tweet, which is very funny because people definitely were oh, standing. We'll, we'll talk Meghan about McCain. the Meghan McCain. Yes. Good. Can't wait. I, I have. Yes, we'll we'll t- we'll talk about our good friend Meghan McCain. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so you know, Italy's Italy elected their first female Mussolini um, in a remarkable victory for both girl power and diversity in politics, and people people. Uh, People had some good japes. So the other, the other kind of big thing that caused this perception that, that like, uh, that like the liberals will literally stand anybody. The other big thing that kind of caused that was uh, some viral quotes from Hillary Clinton, uh, talking talking about uh, the the role of of women in politics and referencing. Milani. So, some remarks uh, from Hillary Clinton published in Italy uh, last September. Uh, I think it was at I think it was at like the Venice uh, Film Festival, actually. Um, so, th- some some quotes from an interview that she gave at the Venice Film Festival went viral, um, mostly because tweets included uh, two two small clips of of these quotes when she was talking about both women in politics and uh, Georgie. Georgia, Georgia. You're doing great, buddy. <laughs> so multiple viral <laughs> tweets circulated, mostly with two short quotes from Clinton, getting the majority of attention, saying, quote, the election of the first woman prime minister in a country always represents a break with the past and is certainly a good thing, unquote. Mm. And a second quote being, every time a woman is elected to head of state or government, that is a step forward, unquote. Um, obviously, those takes... <laughs> I, in and of themselves, 
not very good. I, I don't think yeah. those are good opinions. Um, shocking, shocking that we are going to criticize a statement from Hillary Clinton. Hillary I know Rodham Clinton. This is this is rare for us. Mm. Um, it's you know it's it's I'm I'm surprised as well. But um, mm. these kind of are slightly cherry picked from a larger section of this interview discussing women in government and how the far right is starting to use tokenized women to uphold patriarchy and conservatism. So the first quote's taken from this uh, from a translation of an interview that uh, that that uh, Clinton did at the Venice Film Festival in September 2022, prior to Melania's uh, apparent victory in the Italian elections on September 25th. So did she do it, it in Italian? Does she speak Italian? No, but it was only okay. published in Italian. I see. So and we're then translating from back. Italian back into yeah. English. It's a um, double translation situation. Yes. Yeah. But the so in, in in a section of this interview talking about the increase of women in gov- in governmental leadership roles, a translation from her remarks in the larger section of this interview reads, quote, the election of the first uh, woman prime minister in a country always represents a break with the past and is certainly a good thing. But then, as with any leader, woman or man, she must be judged by what she does. I never agreed with Margaret Thatcher, but I admired her determination. <laughs> Clearly, oh. then the ideas are voted for. Um, I admired her determination to do what? Stamp on the neck of the working class? Fuck off. Also, does does, does she really oppose Margaret Thatcher's policies? Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I don't know if I believe that one. No, that lady's dead <sighs> and the world is better for it. Uh, do you think Margaret Thatcher had girl power? Yes, of course. Do you think she effectively utilized girl power by funneling money to illegal paramilitary death squads in Northern Ireland? I don't know about that. There's this thing that you get with like people talking about all of these ghouls where and it's specifically like a centrist thing where it's like, well, certain things are just admirable traits no matter about who has them. And you can admire that trait. And it's like, no, it's it's not yeah. like there were a lot of men in the SS who, you know, were, were willing to do things that you would call brave. But it doesn't mean you have to consider them admirable. Right. You know, I think like, like, yeah. we don't have to have respect the, for them. <laughs> you don't have to hand it to the Nazis. Exactly. You know, I, like, I, just I this, fuck certain people. Yeah. I have, I, I, yeah, their contribution to the world is bad. You can yeah. just stop stop there. Yeah. Margaret Thatcher being a good example. I have kind of the same thoughts on the inclusion of Toadette inside the new Mario Kart games. It's just really, it's it's just, you're signifying it, but it's not actually a step forward for the Toad race. It's um, So in the next section of the interview, Clinton also acknowledges... Garrison's, Garrison's come out against woke Mario Kart. In the next section, Clinton also acknowledges conservative Brave. women politicians' role in upholding patriarchal government, saying, quote, women on the right are protected by patriarchy because they are often the first to support the fundamental pillars of male power and privilege. Today in America, the right-wing leaders are very much against abortion. Um, so she, she did like... It was part of this section talking about how women who are on the right and are running as conservative politicians actually support all of the uh, all of the things that keep patriarchy alive and blah 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 blah. Yes. It, well, it's it, it's true centrism, right? It's half of a good take and half of a terrible take. Exactly, exactly, yeah. back to back. Yeah. Exactly. So a it's lot a of the piss clo- and peanut butter again. 
So yeah, so are, mm. are snippets of her comments uh, embarrassing? Re women uh, being a break from the past always being a good thing? Yes, most certainly. Um, are they taken out of context enough to change the scope of what's being said? I suppose that's subjective. Yeah. Um, but I just thought that's interesting that you know, there was very select few quotes that were getting a, a whole bunch of traction, and her larger statements were actually slightly more interesting. Um, yeah, go 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 but, read eh. the article. Don't, don't do the Alex Jones shit of getting mad at a headline. Yeah. Or like or, six yeah. seconds yeah. of clip. Like, come on, people. You have to be better than this. And I think <laughs> still, do they? you know, I see the same thing whenever I'm playing Mario Sunshine and there's the graffiti. Um, and <laughs> you can you can get mad at just saying there's the graffiti all over Deflino Paza. You can get mad about that. But once you actually start learning how Bowser Jr. was treated as a kid, it's, it's, yeah, there's actually more there's, there's more that you actually can understand about what's going on and what leads to that behavior from Bowser Jr. <laughs> Very identifiable. Everybody understands mm-hmm. those references, Garrison. Yeah. Good work. Yeah. I just want to say that there is only one square in Italy that matters, and that is Piazzale Loretto. And you can you can Google it. I just I love the the juxtaposition of Garrison struggling over every single word that's in the in the neighborhood of Italy, and then James just perfectly saying some fucking Italian shit. It's I, great. My Italian is bad. My Italian comes exclusively I, from and you, your Italian's much better than anyone else hears. Maybe I know. Well, I just swear swear at other men in spandex. Is how I, I know a Italian. couple of curse words from watching my uncles play pool when I was a kid, but that's mm-hmm. about all I've got. Yeah, I rely on that hand gesture which works very well in podcasts. hand gestures are 80 percent of italian yeah yes it's true <laughs> okay so now ha- having now exhausted every conceivable italian joke we could proceed with the script oh we hell can, no we no, can proceed no, no. With, we can actually <laughs> proceed with an ad break do you, do you know what mm-hmm. else is in support of anti-italian racism mm-hmm. who won't kill mussolini and hang him upside down in a square i mean probably the current prime minister of italy yeah that's true also probably these advertisers Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. 
If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash news. That's lifelock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Okay, and we are back. So there was there, there's been this kind of perception that the media kind of by and large dropped the ball on this one and uh this sentiment was pretty widespread among leftists that the kind of there was a lot of emphasis on the the breaking the fascist glass ceiling and less on the fascist part. There was even people like uh, the MSNBC host Mehdi Hassan, who ran a, a whole segment on his show about kind of mainstream liberal media outlets downplaying the fascistic elements of Milani uh, in headlines in favor of the girl power angle. What's been so depressing is to see so much of the quote unquote liberal media, the mainstream media, the MSM, giving a pass to Maloney or playing down her and her party's fascist roots, focusing more on the fact that she's female and less on the fact that she's, you know, fascistic. That has been deeply, deeply depressing to see. There was the uh, Washington Post headline, Georgia Maloney could become Italy's first female prime minister. Here's what to know. Now, here's what you wouldn't know from that headline. You wouldn't know that she has ties to fascism. But hey, she's female. There was the headline in the Financial Times. We can pull that up as well. Likely victory for Italian right portends risks, but no lurch into extremism. Don't worry, no lurch to extremism, even though they just elected card-carrying extremists. But still, hers is a heartwarming tale, isn't it? I kid you not, this was the tweet from Politico Europe. Let's pull up the tweet from Politico Europe. In July 1992, a 15-year-old schoolgirl rang the doorbell at a local branch of the Youth Front, a far-right movement in Rome, and asked to be let in. This weekend, that same schoolgirl could become Italy's next prime minister. Wow. Forget the fascism. Forget the fascism. Focus on the inspiration there. Then there was this op-ed in the New York Times. Georgia Maloney is extreme, but she's no tyrant. Well, that's all right then. At least she's not a tyrant. There was this op-ed in The Atlantic, which argued that the most immediate concern about Italy's new government is not any threat to the country's democratic institutions, still less a return to fascism. 
Did you notice a trend yet? It's not as bad as you think. This isn't really fascism. So we'll we'll talk a bit more about media coverage of Melania's election in a bit and how I think some people are kind of desperate to see the stupid Democrat libs shill for fascism trope, especially with the whole girl boss thing that they, they actually kind of miss how the framing of Melania's fascist ties has been perceived on a broad scale. But first, I want to get into who she actually is, what her views are, and what her election means. So Italy's a home, Italy is home to 60 million uh, people. Uh, well... And- <laughs> which part of that sentence do you have a problem with robert never mind we should just we should just move on yeah and it's continental europe's third largest economy uh when it comes to the actual election the right-wing coalition that milani led won around 44 percent of the vote with milani's brothers of italy party getting around 26 percent for the senate race so in all around three out of four voters did not vote for milani and one in three didn't even vote at all. No surprise there. But overall, that means like only one in six Italian adults voted for the Brothers of Italy party. Uh, and that, that, does, that does make them the biggest party in the new parliament. But its long-term legitimacy is still kind of in question. Because she was leading a larger right-wing bloc. But the, but the actual party that she's in and leads got like 26% of the vote. So it's, right. it's right. It's, I think that's an important perspective on like how long she'll actually stay in power. Italian politics are kind of known for their kind of residing government, not lasting very long. There's, there's usually a pretty high like turnover rate. So we'll see. Um, yeah. They, it's an interesting composition, right. Of like, uh, like moderate, moderate ish right wing people. And then like, some more hardcore like no the, the it's the people who used to be the league of the north i think are the second largest party so it's not like a homogenous block that she's in charge of so it'd be kind of interesting to see how they hold together yeah and i think milani can be an example of what political scientists call like gender washing uh, when when female politicians adopt a non-threatening image to blunt the force of their extremism, I think you can see this as well with Daisy inside Mario Kart uh, for the for the Wii. Extremely brutal mm. character, play style very brawly, but you know she acts very nice and brawly. That, that yeah, she just like just powers through other other carts on the track. Okay, um, and it's it's it, it leads to this slightly warped perception of what Daisy actually does. Um, so, and M- Milani's signature look involves flowing outfits in pastel shades, kind of like Princess Peach. Um, and to uninformed foreigners, her aesthetic could look like female empowerment. She poses as like a defender of women, uh, even though her party has rolled back women's rights. Just like in uh, the 2006 uh, Princess Peach game, she was uh, did brutal s- suppression of protests around the Mushroom Kingdom. So... David uh, Broder, author of Mussolini's Grandchildren, Fascism in Contemporary Italy, wrote in Political Europe, uh, get funny, this is v- v- very different take from Political Europe in this one, uh, quote, Milani owes much more to the moderate forces in what Italians call the center-right alliance. 
they've allowed her the opportunity to present herself as part of the mainstream, not just because she's been softening her policies, at least in presentation, but also because the center-right politicians jumping on her bandwagon has given her a veneer of respectability and credibility. Um, you can see this in Super Smash Bros. Brawl when Wario shows up in a biker outfit, not wearing the regular <laughs> Italian uniform, and they just let him play. Like Mario and Luigi are wearing call. their proper outfit, and Warrior right. just like showed up in like like a leather jacket and like ripped shorts. That's not okay. But it gave him the the veneer of respectability because others allowed it to take place. Kind of the, kind of the same thing here with Milani. At the same time, uh, attempts <laughs> by the main like center left rivals to make the election about this kind of ghost of fascism. Uh, spreading again through Milani have proved unsuccessful. Voters, by and large, did, did not buy the narrative kind of that that the left was trying to push that Milani was this reincarnation of fascism. They just it just that that they were not they were not convinced enough to affect the election results in any in any meaningful way. Um, same way Nintendo is not convinced that putting Waluigi in the new Smash Bros will actually lead to more people buying the game. Uh, Italian essayist Roberto Slavinio wrote, quote, The far right can succeed in Italy because the left has failed, exactly as in much of the world, to offer credible visions or strategies. The left asks people to vote against the right, but it lacks a political vision or an economic alternative. And I think these are all the kind of factors that actually led Milani to win this election. Sh should we talk a little bit about the sort of Democratic Party, like five-star alliance thing uh, that was happening? Sure, if you want to do like a TLDR on that, yeah, that okay. would be great. So, all right, long ago in a galaxy far, far away, Italy had a very, very large and powerful left. Um, and then when the Soviet Union fell, so the, the, they, they had the Communist Party. The Communist Party was like one of the most powerful communist parties in the world that wasn't like a sort of like dictatorial ruling party. But when the Soviet, like when the USSR fell, it like voted to dissolve itself basically and became the Democratic Party and all of their sort of militant, like, much of the militants basically turn into libs and, you know, I mean, and the Italian left like held together for kind of a long time after that because they had, you know, there's, there, there's a very long tradition of sort of an extra parliamentary left, uh, and, and like specifically an anarchist left in Italy, but like the, the modern, I don't know, it's kind of a shit show, like in, in terms of actual party politics, like there's, there was this thing called the five stars movement, which was like kind of like Basically, AstroTurf by a billionaire. It was this like very weird, very like early 2010s party that was like doing the whole sort of like we're gonna do direct democracy by like online polls thing. So it has this like really weird mishmash. They're like the main social democratic force. Yeah, well, it's also sort of, but like they're, they're very weird. Like, like I don't know. You, you'll get things from them like okay, we want like like they're they're not a normal social democratic party, right? They're closer okay. to like the pirate party, but like way weirder. <laughs> Like so, you'll 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 get people in this party who are like you know who who were who are like you know sort of like old school like like leftist militants because this is where sort of like the energy was going right. But also like there's like anti-vaxxers in it. It was just, it was this really weird ideological like sort of mishmash. And then when they sort of got into power, like none of these people had ever been in politics before. And so like you know you'd get someone who was like the head of garbage collection, right? Who's from this party, and they have no fucking idea how to collect garbage, right? And and it was it, it's it's this real shit show because like. Yeah, and then you have the Democratic Party, which are basically sort of just like lib hacks at this point. And this meant that like, you know, and they they eventually sort of align with each other to try to keep like other like fascist, basically like right wing groups out of power. But they like 
they 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 also they also like had an alliance for a little bit with uh one of the right wing parties. It's it's an incredibly like bizarre story and like honestly like deserves like its own episode one day. But yeah, yeah, yeah they're they're very weird. They're not an effective left thing at all. They're just very very sort of a like mishmashed confused populist thing. And it didn't like they yeah like they 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 definitely did not sort of like succeed in preventing an alternative etc cetera, etc cetera. it was i don't know kind of a disaster yeah italy's like it's worth noting as well i think that like anti-fascism is is sort of baked into the myth of the italian republic right like the that's what the republic rests on that's where it comes from that's its creation myth but like much in the same way as people living in the united states will be familiar with how these creation myths kind of lose all relevancy apart from like some kind of totemic meaning like their repetition has some kind of link to that but they don't really have any any value in in the contemporary discourse in terms of animating the way people act i think you could say that that's happened in italy right like people talk about people in institutions talk about anti-fascism as where they come from and it's foundational to italy's democracy but it's been so subsumed into structures of power that it it that institutional discussion of anti-fascism has lost its relevance from like the street fighting, like anti-fascism that created the Republic in the first place. So that concept is kind of defanged along with like Italian liberals have always walked hand in hand with uh, like business interests and the right wing, right? Like from even previous to fascism, like there was a, a quote unquote liberal monarchy, right? So Italian liberalism isn't necessarily this, anti-authoritarian force it was briefly like it got made to be briefly by the organized working class movement but it hasn't been and it's going back to not being yeah i mean i think i now think we should may as well get into melania's actual like views yeah. and what she actually <laughs> believes in the spouses yeah. which i mean what she actually believes in espouses maybe slightly different things um <laughs> but we'll, we'll we'll at least at least start so Milani's uh, party, the Brothers of Italy party, was formed to, quote, carry forth the spirit and legacy, unquote, of the Italian social movement or the uh, MSI. <laughs> the and, and the the MSI is the descendant of uh, Mussolini's national fascist yes. party. It's, yeah. it's it's like a, it has a direct lineage. Um, they even have the flame, right? They are still using the same logo, yeah, yep. <laughs> which is the flame on his tomb. I think that's where it comes from, right? Yeah, yeah, great um, stuff. So, uh, Milani has said that uh, quote LGBT lobbies are out there to harm women, and and they're and they're attacking the family by destroying gender identity. Um, she's made statements about George Soros, calling him an international speculator. Uh, which, more, more on more on that in a sec. Yeah. Um, uh, good. Uh, who says that 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 Soros finances global mass immigration that threatens <sighs> a great replacement of white native-born Italians? Um, uh, yeah. Milani shows af affinity for other kind of uh, authoritarian strongmen uh, like the uh, the, uh, the the Marine Le Pen, who's the leader of the of the National Rally Party in France. That's a strong um, woman. <laughs> in, yes in, that's, uh, that's, that's not a man it's part of the section on strongmen uh oh, like, okay. like political pol political strongmen okay um, yeah. she's 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 pr previously supported as as um, as uh, joe rogan taught me garrison 
strong times make hard men. Oh, no. mm-hmm. And also, <laughs> what I've learned from Matt Welsh is what is a woman. So uh, yes, yeah, strong man. But like, Melania's previously supported. Uh, Putin, although she's kind of lowered that enthusiasm since, invasion, <laughs> since the invasion of Ukraine, uh, she is uh, she does have a, a pro Ukraine position on that publicly. Um, but she's uh, uh, expressed kind of affinity for the types of other fascist leaders across Europe that we see in Sweden, we see in Poland, we see in Hungary. She kind of aligned aligned herself with some of some of that kind of trend inside Europe. Milani wants to ban same-sex couples from adopting children and possibly dissolve same-sex couples' legal parentage over the children that they've already adopted. Her party has sought to ban a cartoon featuring a bear with two mothers, arguing that kids should not be seeing same-sex adoption as natural or normal because it's not. Um, So basic kind of right-wing censorship of materials that they don't like i don't uh, think children should be allowed to watch cartoons with bears in them okay good for you it, it, um, it's going to reduce yeah, yeah. their readiness when it becomes time to fight the bears melania also think that they're wants friends to ban, but they're not M- melania also wants to ban gay italians from traveling elsewhere uh for what? like surrogacy um oh, okay. so like so like they can't they can't leave the country to get to get like to to have them become parents and return. That's like it's okay. it's this it's this it's this whole whole thing. I'm gonna read a quote from Ruth Ben Gait, uh, a professor of history and Italian studies at New York University. Quote: Since 2017, she has tweeted repeatedly that Italian identity is being deliberately erased by globalists such as Soros and European Union officials who have conspired to unleash quote uncontrollable mass migration. Um, <sighs> So normal, uh, normal stuff there, mm-hmm. and more on. So, so in in a in a speech in in a few speeches and repeatedly, she refers to financial speculators and has called people like George Soros an oh, international speculator. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know when when she says uh, financial speculators, I, I don't think she actually means just people who speculate about finances. I think she means something slightly different. Michael Benchloss, who is a kind of history political person who works for NBC, MSNBC, PBS, had a really good uh, thread on on this, and I think it's important. Like this is this is a mainstream media guy. Like this is not coming from Antifa one six one on Twitter. This is like <laughs> coming from like like in terms of like mainstream media actually talking about this. Uh, quote, the new Italian P- uh, prime minister says that, quote, we will never be slaves at the mercy of financial speculators. Sounds just like <laughs> 1930s in Italy and Germany. Uh, no thanks for the memories. Uh, Mussolini enjoyed publicly referring to Jewish people as financial speculators who needed to be controlled. When a fascist leader speaks, whether it be in Europe or America, never brush aside what you are hearing as meaningless rhetoric. Do not fail to learn from the history of the 1930s. History of the 1930s shows us that fascist leaders in the United States have been very eager to link us and pool resources, often in secret, with fascist leaders in Europe. Monitor carefully and beware, and please never take it at face value uh, when and if fascist leaders in America and Europe tell you that they have no personal or political animus towards Jews or other minority groups in society. Too many examples in history tells us the opposite. Unquote. So... That is like, you know, regular MSNBC, NBC people being like, hey, when she says this thing, oh, she means Jews. <laughs> yeah. should, should, should we also talk about like 
the 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 way parts of like the left on Twitter reacted to this, and also the sort of history of like how I mean, some people were like, "Oh wow, she's calling out the capitalists." It's like you guys um, are. Like, oh no, that's really not cannot, how that. I saw a lot of this. It's like you guys are maybe the dumbest yep. people who've ever lived. Like she immediately like axed the uh no uh, she like this is the same thing we see with people like like dugan even right what she's saying she, she she's not saying that you know international capital is bad because it hurts the poor people or workers she's she's mad about it because it's a because it's a threat to traditional identities it's 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 a threat to the the way that you want the the idea of the the family it's the way it's 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 threatening all of these things that are about your like god family country brotherhood shit it's not about actual poor people working class people at all that's not that's not what it is it's it's not a good criticism of capitalist modernity just to just to propose another form of more like authoritarian capitalist modernity it's 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 not it's it's not good. Um, the original <laughs> yeah. fascists in in Italy did the same thing when they denounced like British um, plurocrats. It's ju- it's it's not it's not the it's not a good critique of capitalism. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. and, and we should point out too that like that, like so Matteo Savini, who was like the 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 former like he basically until this election he was like the guy he was in charge of the right wing. Like he he he's yeah. a guy who got like arrested basically for trying to sink a migrant boat, like. So that's actually this guy. He sucks. Um, and but he he would do this like sort of more explicitly. He he would you know like specifically use Marxist terminology to push right wing stuff. So he 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 had a, a speech where he talked about like the reserve army of labor, which is this concept from Marxism that's about like basically Mar- Marx is arguing that like like capitalism inherently produces this like quote unquote like reserve army of labor, like the industrial army of labor, which is like an enormous mass of people who are unemployed who've been spit out of the labor process. And you know okay, and like in in in, in like Mar- Marx is like Marx is pro these people, which is a very important thing. He's like these people are part of the proletariat, but they've been spit out of like you know, like the, the capital wage relation has spit them out, and they they yeah they're 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 there to sort of like regulate like wages when stuff happens, but also they're people who've just been sort of like disenfranchised, et cetera, et cetera. Salvini, when he talks about the reserve army of labor, specifically is like there is a reserve army of labor. Uh, these people are immigrants from North Africa, and like the the like the elites are like shipping these people into Italy to like destroy your jobs, and it it is it is again very very important that you understand this is what he like when he's using the Marx term he is using it he is using it Marx racism, and not like yeah. Marx anti capitalism, and you you need to be able to tell the difference between these two things because yeah like especially in Italian politics like this is this is the thing that happens like people. People will use even like even literally explicitly stuff that is from Marx, but they will use it to be like we need to like machine gun every like boat of small yeah, children yeah. trying to flee Libya. Like it's like cherry yeah, cherry picking these these bits of Marxism and then arranging them into a racist as fuck collage that you use to justify your bigotry. It, it, yeah. it it's fascist. It did that the first time, it's doing it again. Then and other thing that kind of that is that's notable in case people have not have not seen it. There's been uh, lots of video going around of of Milani openly praising um, uh, Mussolini, saying, "quote I believe Mussolini was a good politician. Everything he did, he did for Italy, and there have been no other <laughs> politicians like him in the past fifty years." That now yeah. these interviews all come from the mid nineties. She has mm. since said that. Uh, her opinions on Mussolini have changed, 
<laughs> not <laughs> she has not she has not said what her opinions have changed to. Yeah, she's just saying that they've changed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this was this was these interviews all come from uh, when she was. When she was a young, plucky girl getting into the boys' Nazi club um, and leading the youth wing of a fascist party founded by yeah. veterans of Mussolini's dictatorship. Um, since since her, her own modern party, the Brothers of Italy, which was again started in 2014, emerged from the fascist National Alliance, which grew out of the Italian social movement, uh, which was founded by Mussolini regime officials. Um, and she still uses the same logo for her current Mario and Luigi, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brothers of Italy party. Um, so yeah, mm. let's have, let's have one more ad break and then we'll talk about how mainstream media has been talking about, uh, the new girl boss Mussolini. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. 
And we are back. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So we're actually going to talk. I'm, I'm first going to read some stuff from The Intercept, which is not, I would not say is actually mainstream media. Mm. It's a little bit outside of that, but it sets a good stage for the rest of the stuff that we will be talking about, which actually is dealing with how mainstream media has been framing uh, uh, Milani's uh, election. So, quote, the media got this right much of the time, giving predominant billing to Milani's far-right nationalism, but numerous English-language headlines focused solely on her being Italy's first woman prime minister. It's tempting to say that her position as a woman leader should be considered irrelevant, given her and her party's vile anti-immigrant nationalist, racist, anti-LGBTQ plus policies, but ignoring her womanhood misses some crucial points about her political ideology. Being a woman, a white woman, that is, is not in conflict with Milani's fascism. White supremacy has always relied on active enforcement by white women, especially when it comes to upholding racist, po-nationalist narratives. So, yeah. I think that that's, that sets a good stage for kind of how every other headline and article we're going to talk about here. Uh, let's start with uh, The Guardian. The Guardian ran a piece saying, quote, the election of Italy's fascist adjacent uh, Georgia Milani is a public reminder that women can be just as awful as men. Uh, which is... <laughs> yeah. That's a good headline. And this Wait, was, 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 this, was the Guardian US or the Guardian UK? This was Guardian UK. Interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah, yep. fascinating. Wow. And, 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 this, and this yeah, article was actually... That's the turf, Guardian. And th this this article was actually directly in opposition to Australia's uh, Sky News headline: uh, "Georgia Milani is not a fascist." Um, this is th <laughs> well, this, this, a, <laughs> this nice article was just directly in, in opposition to this Sky News article, which is kind of funny. Um, uh, NPR's Morning Edition went with quote: "A far right group with neo fascist roots wins big in Italy's election." Um, a CBS Mornings host said Milani rejects the label of fascism while embracing its symbols. Just its symbols. Just its I mean, symbols. <laughs> you no, know, like they were specifically talking about like the actual like iconography that they directly lift, like this, like the slogans, like brotherhood, God, country type things, and like like the, the logo. And it's, it's, it was part actually part of a larger thing around uh, around fascism. We'll we'll actually get a bit more into that on our Tucker Carlson uh, section. Um, oh, good. The Washington Post headlined, quote, the mainstreaming of the West's far right is complete, and then opened that article with saying, in the land that invented fascism, the far right is back in power. Milani has a lengthy record of extremist rhetoric, has embraced the white supremacist narrative of the Great Replacement Theory, and has engaged in frequent dog whistling to a radical base. Uh, the Atlantic had a good piece titled, The Return of Fascism in Italy. Um, saying the Brothers of Italy, which Milani has led since 2014, has an underlying and sinister familiarity. The party formed a decade ago to carry on the spirit and legacy of the extreme right in Italy, which dates back to the Italian social movement. The party that formed in place of the National Fascist Party, which was banned after World War II. Now, just weeks before the 100th anniversary of the March on Rome, the October 1922nd event that put Mussolini in power, Italy may have a former uh, Italian social movement activist for its prime minister and a government rooted in fascism. So that's like overall, there was a lot of really good, like most of the of the extremely uh, referenced or viral kind of articles on this had decent headlines and decent content actually yeah, emphasizing I, yeah. the fascist nature. 
Now, it's funny because The Atlantic had this return of fascism in Italy one, but The Atlantic also ran an op-ed piece titled, Milani's election win is not a vote for fascism, um, which later changed its title to, Italians didn't exactly vote for fascism, um, which, to its credit, still discusses uh, Milani's links to fascism, but it questioned how much power she actually will have to enact said fascism. Um, so there was there was some like both sides in going on on some on a lot of these news outlets. They'll put one out, they'll put one piece out that's actually very good about centering the fascist rhetoric. Another one being like, "Eh, she may be a fascist, but it's not like she could do much, and she's a woman." <laughs> I, I I think this is kind of like, I think I think this is kind of a post J six thing. Like I I I I think if this had happened in like 2017 or 2018, I don't think the media would have been like as willing to just do this. I absolutely I, that is I, that is yeah. undoubtedly true. Like, um, I think I think they kind of like like li- liberals in general kind of were shaken out of their complacency when their sort of like beautiful symbols were under like finally actually yeah. came under attack and not just like us. <laughs> Routers ran yes. a confusing headline titled. Nationalist Milani set to smash Italy's glass ceiling and become premier, which is really weird. Yeah, it, it, just, it, just, yeah. it sounds super weird. Nationalist Milani smashes glass ceiling. It's just like, it's like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, the copy has never been their strongest suit. But that's it's, it's, it's what, it, that was one of the weirder headlines because it still has nationalist in it, but it has the whole glass ceiling bit, which is just like, yeah. why? <sighs> there was a, another Guardian UK piece uh, that had the headline, uh, Italy's Giorgia Milani is no Mussolini, but she may be a Trump, which is an interesting article. Um, it it has some, a lot of it's actually pretty reasonable, uh, and it emphasizes her more recent comments trying to align herself more with the modern US Republican Party rather than any kind of form of 1930s style fascism. Uh, quote, hawkish on foreign policies, orthodox on economic policies, nostalgic, nationalist, and inimical to civil liberties. This right-wing politics is illiberal at heart, but it would aim for respectability in what used to be called the establishment, including by not undermining the rule of law in the way that Hungarian Prime Minister Viktor Orban has done, unquote. So there, it, it kind of, I, I do like the there is uh, some things that are worth worth thinking about in terms of how she has a lot in the past year tried to align herself more with the modern Republican Party in the States, which still is, as we discussed in the show a lot, is kind of getting more fashy. Uh, I would say so. Um, Although I, I will say it is, it has, I don't know if you're going to talk about this, but it has been very funny. She, she managed to sort of like lose like the like really hard line like American right wingers because she did some sort of like pro NATO y things. And so now there's like, like, so like, like Cernovich and a whole bunch of other people like that were posting about how like she's like an op and she was part of some. I don't I think, remember what I don't it even, was. I don't, I don't even think Cernovich even believes that because I, I don't, I don't, I've seen much more people be very enthusiastic about her than people being critical of her who are on like the fascist right in the States. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like there's, there was definitely was, especially like, there was a whole thing about her being like a member of the Aspen Institute that I think was happening for like a, I don't know maybe 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 it was just a thing like right after she got like elected. Uh, I don't I don't but, know. I mean yeah. On on kind of on this note of of her trying to align more with like modern United States conservatism, 
Um, in one of their newsletters, Politico included that uh, Milani has appeared at CPAC this past year and the National Prayer Breakfast, and uh, and it did it did join the Aspen Institute in 2020. Uh, but she and Steve Bannon were filmed strategizing together as far back as 2018, and Bannon said of her back then, "quote You put a reasonable face on right wing populism, you will get elected." Um, so oh her and Bannon have been strategizing for years. She's at CPAC. Uh, this past year, she gave a speech there that uh, Tucker was very enthusiastic about in his segment about her. That Politico newsletter that included the bits about Bannon and CPAC also had, I think, this line, which sums up some of my thoughts on this. Quote, You've already read in dozens of headlines that Milani will be Italy's most far-right leader since Mussolini, but don't fall for the trap of reducing this far-right firebrand to simple labels like the Italian Donald Trump or Viktor Orban or Marine Le Pen. Global takeaway, right-wing populism is getting smarter. It could have died off with Trump's election loss or Boris Johnson's humiliating ejection from Downing Street, but that isn't happening. So... I have, I have a few more. I have a few more things here, which will lead into kind of how the right has been talking about this. Um, there was a CNN. There was a CNN article on the victory that headlined uh, "The conditions are perfect for a populist resurgence in Europe," uh, which also referenced the anti-immigration Sweden uh, Democrats, who are expected to play a major role in the new government after winning the second largest share of seats in the general election last month. Uh, the party's been now mainstreamed. It initially had its roots in very strict neo-Nazism. Overall, I was less happy with some of the New York Times headlines uh, re relating to Milani's election. There was there was the the cheeky headline: Georgia Milani is extreme, but she's no tyrant, uh, which is <laughs> of again a weird way to frame a headline. Um, but even that piece still opens with this line saying, quote, it happened here again nearly 100 years since the March on Rome. Italy on Sunday voted in a right-wing coalition headed by a party directly descended from Mussolini's fascist regime. Mrs. Milani is the first post-fascist leader to win a national election in Italy after World War II, and her party is the heir to the Italian social movement, the reincarnation of the long-dissolved and constitutionally banned fascist party. So, weird headline, still, it includes stuff in the article, but in the age of social media, and honestly on news media, headlines are way more important, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there was a, an, an actual New York Times article, not just, not just opinion piece, had the headline, uh, Milani wins voting in Italy and breakthrough for Europe's hard right. Another Times piece read, uh, Europe looks at Italy's Milani with caution and trepidation. Uh, Milani posed to be the country's first far-right leader since Mussolini. So, still, not the worst, not the best from the New York Times, which, I mean, no, no shockers there. Um, now on to kind of the right. So, the right had a really big m mix of reactions based on how the left was talking and liberals were talking about this. There was a lot of enthusiasm coming from the right. A lot of people on the right questioning the fascist framing being like i can't believe i don't know <laughs> megan i mean we could talk about the megan mccain tweet everyone wants a woman in power until it's a conservative yes. woman in power <laughs> this one breitbart reporter said quote calling her mussolini just because she's italian is racist which oh, is oh yeah this was one great. of the best one of the best <laughs> tweets about this 
Laverne Spicer said, so everyone calls Melania fascist. Can anyone offer proof of that? And most people, most of the people just replied with videos of her praising Mussolini. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah then Twitter will ban you for the episode now, Mussolini picture. <sighs> Lauren Bobbert had the extremely, oh, extremely bad tweet. Uh, this month, Sweden voted for a right-wing government. Now, Italy voted for a strong right-wing government. The entire world is beginning to understand that the woke left does nothing but destroy. Uh, November uh. 8th. November 8 is coming and the USA will fix our house and senate. Let freedom reign. Um great great prowess there. <laughs> just, um just shouting at clouds. But I I it is fresh it is actually super messed up to be praising Sweden's new right-wing government because they're pretty pretty bad. The Wall Street Journal had the great headline, Melania is no fascist, but can she revive Italy's economy? Um yeah, is... that's <laughs> no, that is perfect. That's it all. That, really is. Yeah, no, that's uh, classic. Yeah. Well, I, I'm 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 very I'm very excited in about eight months when the Italian economy is like, like it makes the British economy look fucking great when the Wall Street yeah, Journal well, posts their turnaround. Like, <laughs> can some other random person save Italy? Like that's they didn't not fucking saying Bolsonaro. much. Yeah, yeah. Like somebody further to the right, they'll just continue to be like, well, maybe it's good for the economy. The economy I have running in my Super Mario RPG game is better than the current UK economy. So again, it's not saying much. More on that later. A Fox News headline in the lead up to the election read, Italy on track to elect first right-wing prime minister since World War II. First female to hold office. Although I, I really I really do. This is one thing I really need to get, get people on. Like, is, is, is fucking Sylvia Berlusconi a joke to you? Like, the answer should be yes, but also like, come on, man. Like... Like, there I was, was in power uh, forever. <laughs> a few yeah. days later, another Fox headline read, Milani's Italian election win renews spotlight on Europe's continued migrant woes. Great, great, great headline yeah, there. That's definitely what we should be focusing on. And so now on to a friend of the pod, Tucker Carlson. So on September 26th, Tucker Carlson ran a 15-minute segment titled, We Live in a Fake Democracy, and There Will Be a Revolution Like Italy. Mm. (laughs) So the segment was on the election of Milani and how she's daring to address the issues that voters really care about but aren't allowed to talk about, like the attacks on the family, immigration, the unpopular climate change policies that are ruining the economy. Aren't allowed to talk about. Berlusconi has literally been saying whatever the fuck comes into his brain for like 30 years at this point. That was was a big thing of the Tucker segment was that voters have all these issues they care about, but they're not allowed to talk about it. It's actually illegal Mm -hmm. in some places to talk about this. That's an actual quote from what he said. Um, and obviously, Tucker obfuscated her links to Mussolini-style fascism while still praising the fascist rhetoric that Melania espouses. Here is a, uh, a clip from the segment. She's not the first person to say this. People have said it before, but she's just been rewarded for saying it. That's the point. The population likes it. This is what they actually want. They're not that worried about global warming. They don't want open borders. They think the woke stuff is absurd. They want to say what they think. And now it's obvious because she just won. And so even in this country, the people running and benefiting from a deeply corrupt and doomed system are hysterical. Watch the reaction to that. 
I want to start today by talking about a politician on the right who we should all be worried about, who's on the rise today, a politician who has brushed off accusations of fascism. What separates us from, let's say, Italy, who elected a, a fascist? She is from fascist roots. A far-right political party whose roots go back to post-World War II neo-fascist. A party that has its roots in Italian fascism. Its roots in Italian fascism. Define that for us, if you would, Joe Scarborough. Oh, sorry. You're an idiot. You can't. But the point is, fascist means unacceptable. Whatever this chick is saying, you're not allowed to agree with. They're very worried that that many Italians do agree with it. So she has to be completely unacceptable. Don't read further. She's a fascist. So, yeah, that's uh, that sucks. That's not great. Um, I... I, I don't need to waste any more time talking about t Tucker's segment because it's it's typical t t Tucker Carlson stuff. Pretty fascistic, start, pretty awful. Start chanting but... Nuremberg at the end of every time he comes up on an episode. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, kind of the reaction was as one might expect. American right wing operatives have celebrated her rise to power. For example, Keith Roberts, head of the Heritage Foundation, drew on some of the uh, familiar kind of language in terms of. Uh, and I'll just I'll just say this. This is what he said about her victory on Twitter. This can be a trend. Conservatives everywhere need to define the choice as to what it is. Us versus them. Everyday people versus globalist elites who've yeah, shown they hate us. So familiar dog whistles and shit. But to kind of close this up, I'm actually gonna do a, I'm gonna do a guy debord quote. One of our favorite philosophers on this can show. Can we put a little French on it? Can we have Guy Debord? Guy Debord quote? Yeah. Uh, so okay. he he wrote the situations the situationist philosopher wrote this in 1968. Italy sums up the social contradictions of the entire world. As such, it is a laboratory for international counter-revolution. <laughs> um, <laughs> Hell yeah. So Although, and, hilariously, they held out longer than the French did. So well, what 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 he's trying to say there is that it's a way to try out social change and try out the suppression of like progressive social change. Yeah. Um, and it's like yeah. a model for the rest of Europe. Um, like it, it's like it's 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 his own like miniature model that you can try out things and see how they'll react on a on a grounder European political scale. Um, and kind of ref. In in the in the vein of that, I'm actually going to do a quote from one of the Washington Post articles about what one 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 of the better articles about uh, Milani to kind of uh, fin fin finish up the types of stuff that I wanted to talk about. So, if there's been one dominant story in Western politics over the past decade, it's that the far right is no longer beyond the pale. Indeed, it has taken over the right wing mainstream in many countries including, and arguably most significantly, the United States. In France, the far right has long been the leading force of the opposition. In Spain, it's also gained ground. In Sweden, a party originally founded by neo-Nazis and other right-wing extremists will now be the second largest faction in parliament. In Hungary and Poland, the far right is already in power. So, just in terms of this overall trend of how people are trying to mainstream far-right things and how they're getting more normalized across Europe, in the United States here, and the types of aesthetics that they're using to gain such ground. Because the Italian voters were not convinced by the left's attempts to paint Milani as a reincarnation of Mussolini. 
the way that she wrapped her fascism in contemporary U.S. style conservatism was convincing. And the left did not offer any viable alternatives to fix the problems that the country is facing. So she got 26% of the vote, which was enough to get a majority. So yeah, that's that's kind of that's most of the stuff I have on the girl boss Mussolini. Um, any any other any other uh, uh, comments on uh, how the right's been talking about this, how the liberals have been talking about this, how media has, or any anything at all before we close up? No, uh, I wish her the best of getting strung up in the street. Yeah. Yeah. It is very yeah. funny to turn pictures of her upside down. Uh, people mm-hmm. will tell you it's not funny. It is funny. You know, I, I like the the 2020s seem to be turning into the 1920s, but like tragedy as farce version of it. But this means we can do it funnier. <laughs> we can we can do it funnier. We can all go to Italy wearing Mario costumes. Uh, that's right. We can we can do it. We can do it funnier. It's always mm-hmm. possible to be more funny. Mm-hmm. That's what we strive for. <laughs> So yeah, I'm still laughing about the Brothers of Italy thing. That's wow, that's pretty funny. Anyway, uh, go have fun fighting anthropomorphic lizards who steal the princess and hang her in a cage and go race around the Mushroom Kingdom on your way to save her with your brother. That is how I spend most of my free time. Yeah, in the Mushroom Kingdom. In the Mushroom Kingdom, Mm -hmm. uh, jumping on lizards. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's a go. Let's go. It could happen here as a production of Cool Zone Media. For more podcasts from Cool Zone Media, visit our website, coolzonemedia.com, or check us out on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find sources for It Could Happen Here updated monthly at coolzonemedia.com slash sources. Thanks for listening. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. 
So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.